Our Lord, we do thank you this morning. We have the wonderful privilege of remembering you together before the table. It is indeed a table of love, Lord. Because it's your table and speaks of you. So we do indeed give you thanks for such privilege. And now, Lord, as we turn to your word, once again, Lord, we see you. And we come to your word confessing that it's your word, not ours. Only you can open it to us. Only you can touch our hearts and speak that living word that you know we need. So our desire is to gather to entrust these times into your precious hands, Lord. We pray that by your Holy Spirit, it will be a time when we see more of your beauty. That we may somehow, Lord, even see that which is in your heart towards us. And as we do so, we pray, oh, for grace to follow after thee with all our hearts. So we ask, Lord, would you speak to us? Enable speaking, translating, and the hearing of the word of God. We ask it in your precious name. Amen. Would you turn with me to a couple of scriptures? We're going to start from reading two Psalms. In fact, just two verses from two Psalms, uh, starting from Psalm 17. We're going to read the last verse of that song. Psalm 17, verse 15. And I would just like to point it out. Please keep in mind this is a Psalm of David. And he says by the Holy Spirit, As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. I will be satisfied with your likeness when I awake. And now another song, another last verse from another song from another man of God, which is Moses, Psalm 90, verse 17. We're going to read just the first sentence of this verse. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us. And that was, the, I read it from the New American Standard. But other translations, they use, they translate it in this way. Let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. Uh, I'm not sure what you have in Mandarin. It's the second the beauty. Yes. It's the beauty of the Lord. Wonderful. This, it seems to be a more literal translation, like 
Darby, for instance, he, he would use that. Let the beauty of the Lord is a prayer. So let's remember this. Let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. 这是一个祷告，这个翻译的版本也是更直接从原文来的，就是愿我们神的荣美美丽归于我们身上。And turning to the New Testament, we want to read a couple of other verses. 我们翻到新约有几处圣经。Starting from the Apostle Paul in Second Corinthians chapter three. 从呃使徒保罗哥林多呃后书第三章那里。Another last verse of a chapter. That's verse eighteen. 所以这一章最后的一节是八节。And the apostle says, "But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord the Spirit." 十八节，我们众人既然敞着脸得以看见主的荣光，好像从镜子里反照，就变成主的形状。If you turn to First Peter, we want to read something. So we're reading from different saints uh, that the Lord used uh, to give a scripture. 如果我们读到彼得前书，我们再读一节经节。其实我们就读主给这些不同的圣徒他自己的话。Of course, all under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So at the end of the day, doesn't matter if it's David, Moses, Paul, or Peter, it's the Word of God. 都是在圣灵感动下写成的啊，所以最后无论是大卫、是摩西，还是啊保罗、是彼得，都是神的话。But Peter says in his in his first epistle, chapter two, let's read two verses, four and five. 在彼得前书第二章第四节第五节。And coming to him, as to a living stone, which has been rejected by man, but is choice and precious in the sight of God. You also, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Ah,、uh, 第四节第五节，主乃活石，固然被人所弃的，却是被神所拣选、所宝贵的。你们来到主面前，也就像活石被建造成灵宫，做圣洁的祭司，结着耶稣基督奉献神所悦纳的灵祭。I just want to underline before we go into a little more detail into these verses that Peter here refers to our Lord Jesus as in verse four to the living stone which is choice and precious. Our Lord Jesus is a choice and precious stone. 我想在这里强调的啊这句话就是第四节，主乃活石，固然被人所弃，却是被神所拣选、所宝贵的。And then he goes ahead and says that us, those who believe in him. Are also living stones being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood. 然后下面的一节呢，他就讲到我们，我们是被神，我们来到主面前，也就像活石被建造成灵宫，做圣洁的祭司。And at the end of his epistle, we want to read one verse in chapter five. 嗯，在他的这篇啊啊书信最后一节，最后一章，我们读第五章。First Peter chapter five verse ten. 第五章第十节。After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to His eternal glory in Christ, will Himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. 第十节，那赐诸般恩典的神曾在基督里召你们，得享他永远的荣耀。等你们战胜苦难之后，必要亲自成全你们，坚固你们，赐力量给你们。
Now, uh, some verses from Revelation, at the very, the very closing scene of the scriptures. 然后我们就到圣经最后面，在启示录那里最后结束的一一个场景。Revelation chapter twenty-one, two verses. 在启示录第二十一章，我们两节。In verse two we read, and I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. 第二节，我又看见圣城新耶路撒冷由神那里从天而降，预备好了，就如心腹装饰整齐，等候丈夫。I want to underline the word adorned for her husband. 我想这里想划线强调的经节就是心腹装饰整齐，等候丈夫。In other words, in this holy city, which is the bride of the Lamb, there is a beauty, something of an adornment that was built into her. Or her husband. So And then in verse 19, we we have a brief description of part of that beauty. And it says the foundation stones of the city, sorry, the foundation stones of the city wall were adorned. With every kind of precious stones, the first foundation stone was jasper. And then it continues and enumerates the twelve foundations, each one corresponding to one apostle of the Lamb. And finally, we are going to read our theme verse. Well, it's not, that's a lot of verses, I know. That's uh, uh, as you must know by now. Psalm 27, verse 4. And David, uh, David asks, or, or he states, One thing I have asked from the Lord that I shall seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in His temple. So we have been occupied with this wonderful verse for I don't know how many months now, but it's for the vast majority of this year, from the very beginning. 我们大概可能有好几个月从今天开始的时候到现在我们就一直专注在这一个经节上面。And uh, you must have noticed that this is one of those verses in the Bible that is specially rich. Uh, 大家可能意识到了这是像圣经里有些的地方,有些经节是非常内容丰富的。And the central thought behind all the, the richness in this verse, of course, has to do with the beauty of the Lord. And what do I mean by rich? Well, it seems that every fragment of this verse has something that is of importance and is centered around the theme of the beauty of the Lord. The very beginning of the verse already indicates the importance of the matter. One thing I ask of the Lord. 
Whenever you see it's one thing that I'm seeking, well, there has to be some vital importance in that one thing. 每次当你看到说有一件事我曾寻求，这种寻求这里面一定包含着一种核心的重要性。It's something that David asks. It's more than that. It's something that he seeks diligently. 呃，这个就是大卫所求的，不单单是啊、呃，他在那努力的在那寻求。One thing I have asked from the Lord, and I will seek it. 他说有一件事我曾求耶和华，我仍要寻求。He goes ahead and speaks of he wants to behold the beauty of the Lord. 他就进一步讲到说，他想要瞻仰主的荣美。And that word, as many brothers already have indicated in, in various sharings, is not just a matter of a glance, a casual look. 啊，这一个词讲到瞻仰，很多弟兄们都已经解释，这个不是说只扫过一眼，然后很呃很就是简单的看一下的意思。But to behold. Instead, speaks of a contemplation. Here, talking about reverence, is talking about here. There is a meditation. Something to what we we give our full attention. Is we put our full attention on this. Something to which David wants to concentrate, and that's the beauty of the Lord. Is David wanting to concentrate on this. That's the beauty of the Lord. The verse speaks of that special realm. Where that beauty is expressed in a very special way. Ah,、uh, 这里的经节讲到它的它的美丽是在一个特定的环境下特别的彰显出来 It's the house of the Lord, right? 就是神的家 And therefore, he says that's his petition to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of his life to behold the beauty. 所以这就是大卫的祈求，就是一生一世住在耶和华的殿中，瞻仰他的荣美，在他殿里求问 And not just to pay a visit to the Lord weekly. Or occasionally, but he speaks of something that is continual, a abiding, a dwelling. And you know that. Sorry. This he is talking about is not just that he comes to God's temple once a month, or sometimes he comes to God's temple, but he is there continuously, living there. Of course, there is a tremendous difference between paying a visit to something occasionally and dwelling in a place. 在这里有极大的区别，就是你如果有的时候只是偶尔去到一个地方，和你住在那个地方之间极大的区别的。Because David knows very well that in the temple of the Lord he will see his beauty. He wants to dwell there. 大卫他心里是清楚，在神的殿当中可以看见神的荣美。不单如此，他想要住在那里。Sometimes I feel that if we get each one of those fragments, we could we have to watch ourselves because we can go for. Who knows for how long? If we explore fragment by fragment, the amount in the scripture for each one of those is tremendous because they are all of tremendous importance. 有的时候我会觉得说，当我们在圣经的这些呃小处的这个一段一段的地方，如果我们逐呃注意的集中精力的话呢，我们会花很多很多的时间，因为每一处都是很丰富的。But once again, I would like to remind all of us that the center. What seems to be the central thought of the whole verse has to do with the beauty of the Lord. 然后，但是我再想再一次提醒弟兄姊妹，这个很多的小部分，但在这里的核心就是讲到我们主的荣美。Today, what is in my heart is to consider something related to the beauty of the Lord. 今天在我心中的负担就讲到与主的荣美有关的事情。And yet, there's nothing that you see directly in the verse. 这不是好像直接在这个经节里面能直接看到的。However, you see it elsewhere in Scripture, kind of abundantly. 
And it has to do, perhaps what can sum it up the best, is that prayer that Moses offers at the end of Psalm 90. So I hope we can all appreciate that there is a difference between our theme verse and Moses' prayer. It's true, they both speak of the beauty of the Lord. But while David is speaking of the intrinsic beauty of the Lord, something that is inherently in the Lord in his person, Moses' prayer is it goes a step beyond that. He's praying that that beauty that is in the Lord now may be seen in us. So that that prayer, that sent that phrase in his prayer, let the beauty of the Lord be upon us. Perhaps can sum up what is in my heart for this morning. How can that beauty that is inherently the Lord's intrinsically his. It belongs to him. How can that be somehow worked out in the believer? Now, I need to be careful here. I think we need to stop a little bit and make yet another distinction. We have had already wonderful sharings in our midst, speaking about the fact that the Lord has placed His beauty in His church and in each one of us. He has done that already. So our brother Dana, he shared with us, I think two months ago, I, I forget, a couple of weeks ago, he shared on Colossians chapter 1, 20, verse 27, for instance. Do you remember what it says there? It speaks of Christ in you, the hope of glory. But it's not speaking that Christ will one day be in you. In fact, when you look at, at the whole of the New Testament, it's abundantly clear that anyone that is born of God, Christ dwells in that person. And when Christ dwells in anyone, of course, God sees, sees that person in Christ. And God sees that person beautiful in Christ. So we need to understand 
Why is Moses offering such kind of prayer? So we now need Maybe you'll say, "Well, that's an Old Testament prayer. It doesn't apply today." And I would say, well, oh, hold on, not so fast. Because in fact, even in type, we see exactly the same wonderful truth in the Old Testament. That in God's eyes, His people, they are beautiful before Him. And I think this verse was also mentioned, which is to me one of the most striking verses in the Old Testament. Numbers chapter 23, verse 21. And in fact, here is here you have the Lord using the mouth of a prophet of a very questionable character, to say the least. But he's using that man to state an eternal truth. Listen to what it says. He, speaking of the Lord, he has not observed misfortune in Jacob, nor has he seen trouble in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the shout of the king is among them. 明书记二十三章二十一节，他讲到神，他未见雅各宗有罪孽，也未见以色列宗有奸恶。耶和华他的神和他同在，有欢呼王的声音在他们中间。He, the Lord, has not seen misfortune or trouble, or other translations has not seen iniquity in Jacob. 这里讲到说，神他未见雅各宗有罪孽。How can we understand that? Have you ever read carefully the account of those 40 years in the wilderness? Can you say that Israel's behavior is above reproach? Oh, actually, when we read, we see iniquity after iniquity after iniquity. Is the murmuring, is the complaining, is the idolatry, is immorality? And yet here you have the word of God declaring that God sees no iniquity in His people. How are we to understand that? But that's, of course, is the Word of God, so let's go with that for a second. Now we have to understand something else. If God sees no iniquity, if everything in His eyes is perfect, why would Moses pray in the way he prayed? Let the beauty of the Lord be upon us. Can you pray for something that in a way is already yours? Because the Lord sees you beautiful in Christ. 
呃一些神已经做成在你身上的事情，因为神已经看见你在基督里是荣美的吗 ？And that truth is evident even in the old covenant in type. 所以哪怕是在旧约当中，是预表当中，我们也能看到这一个呃这一个原则呃是适用的。Because remember that murmuring people with all their problems, they went through the blood of the lamb when they left Egypt. Remember that. 大家要记得，这些抱怨的百姓，虽然他们抱怨，但是他们出埃及的时候，他们都蒙了羔羊的宝血。And therefore the Lord can say, I see no trouble, I see no iniquity in Israel. 所以神可以这样说：“我未见雅各中有罪孽。” The Lord sees something beautiful. 神看到了一些美丽的事。So let me re- let me repeat my question. How are we going to understand Moses's prayer? 所以让我再问大家这个问题：我们如何能够理解摩西的问祷告呢 ？Is there any contradiction? 在这里有一些矛盾吗 ？Well, of course there is not. You know the answer already. <笑>大家的确已经知道答案，在当中是没有矛盾的。But how are we to understand it? 但我们如何能够理解呢 ？And in my,、uh, I'll offer to you what what has what is my understanding. I believe here the difference can be very easily grasped if we keep in mind the difference between objective position and experiential. Uh, our position, our what is our experience? 其实我想我提到这一点之后，大家就能够明白，这是我现在的理解，就是这里什么是一个呃客观的拥有和一个呃我们在主观经历里能够得着的经历的。You know there is such a thing in the Word of God. 大家知道在神的话里有这样的。There is something that the Bible. That's not something you find in Bible. Objective truth. And experience, no, but you find the concept. In the Bible, you never see a direct statement that says objective truth and experience. But we see this principle in the Bible. When we believe in the Lord Jesus, something happens at that very instant. When we believe in It doesn't matter how humble or how uneventful in your eyes that may have been. Ah,、uh, 就在那一刻，无论是那个事情在你眼中是多么大或者多么渺小，不管怎么样。In the moment we believe in the Lord Jesus, oh, what a position we are placed in Christ. 在我们相信耶稣的那一刻，我我们就被放到了一个在基督里何等的一个地位。The very life of Christ. Comes to dwell in you and in me at that moment when we believe in Him. 就在我们相信他那一刻，耶稣基督他的生命就来到你和我的生命当中，住在了我们里面。And God sees us in His beloved Son from that moment on. 就从那一刻开始，神就看见我们是在他所的爱子的里面。That is what we call objective truth. It's something that God did. 这里我们就是我们刚才所说到的客观的真理，就是神他做的。So therefore, in Colossians, you have not only that, uh, that wonderful verse that we mentioned. 所以在哥罗西当书当中，就不单有我们刚才所提到那个美好的经节。Christ in you, the hope of glory. 有基督在你们里面成了有荣耀的盼望。That's your position. 那个是你的地位。And in the next chapter, chapter two, verse ten, you have something even more. Else, uh, uh, that is,、uh, how can we put it? 
is almost shocking in a good way. <laughs> 然后在呃紧接着第二章里第十节就给了我们更让我们震惊的呃一个经节。The apostle Paul says that we are complete in Him. 啊，使徒保罗说我们在基督里面也得了完全。Now again, it's kind of interesting because when you read the epistle to the Colossians, you know that they are going through quite a bit of problems. 如果大家读哥罗西书，你会发现哥罗书西的圣徒们经过了很多问题。There is some false teaching, Gnosticism that is kind of creeping in. 在那里有一些呃，好像 Gnosticism 像有一些呃错呃错误的教导出现。And yet, from the point of view of objective truth of what God has done, God sees them complete in Christ. 然而，从客观的真理讲，从神看见他的基督里所造做的，他已经完成了。Well, that is one side. Of the coin. Ah,、uh, 然而这是啊、uh, 硬币的一面 What is the other side? 另一面呢 We could put it in terms of our subjective experience. 我们可以换句话说，就是我们主观的经历 And to put it very simply, once someone believes in the Lord, the Holy Spirit is given to you to make that objective position that is yours to make it your subjective experience. 简单的说，当一个人相信了耶稣的时候，圣灵就被赐给你，帮助你，让你呃客观的呃真理呃的真理可以在你的生命当中变成主观的呃经历，能够活出来。The Holy Spirit is given to us with that holy job, if we can use that term. 圣灵被赐给了我们，他就有了一个神圣的圣洁的一个神圣的工作。Our Lord Jesus, in that last conversation with the disciples, he says, "He, referring to the Holy Spirit, He will guide you to all truth." 我们主耶稣在门徒最后的一次对话当中，他就说，讲到他，就讲到圣灵会指引你们进入一切的真理。Now, what does that mean? 这里就意味着什么呢 ？Perhaps the best translation for truth there is reality. 其实，在这里，这个真理最好的翻译可能就变成真实。The Holy Spirit is given to us to cause us to enter into all reality of what God already has given us. 就是圣灵被赐给了我们，帮助我们进入啊，神已经赐给我们的这些的一切的真实当中。Or if you want to put it in in the terms that I'm presenting here, the Holy Spirit is given to us to make that that objective position that God placed us in Christ. To make it our subjective experience day by day. Ah,、uh, 换句话说，用我们刚才所用的词汇来说，就圣灵被赐给我们，让啊、uh, 神在基督里面所做成的这种客观的真理，变成我们能够在是呃、uh, 主观当中经每一天天所能够经历的真实的实际。So brothers and sisters, I believe that is in that sense that we can understand the prayer that Moses offers in Psalm nine. 啊，弟兄姊妹们，我觉得是在这一方面，我们能够明白摩西在诗篇九十篇在这里献上的这个祷告。Let the beauty of the Lord be upon us. 但愿主的荣美在我们身上彰显。That's nothing to do with our position in Christ. 这个与我们在基督里的地位没有关系。It wouldn't make sense because in Christ, in God's eyes, we already have that position. We are beautiful. Is the potential of everything is already there. 因为啊，在神的眼中，我们在基督里已经是美丽的。那个能够有这种潜力，能够实现这一切的，已经在那里，神已经成就了。But now Moses prays 
that it's almost as if he's praying, oh, that that position that we have may be an experiential reality. And if you want to put this in New Testament language, it simply speaks of that work of the Holy Spirit in us. That will cause Christ in you cause him to grow in you. 让我们在我们里面的基督，让我们在我们里面能够成长。Christ who dwells in you since that moment you believe to cause him to have the ascendancy in your life.就是啊，当你信主耶稣那一刻，基督在你里面的生命能够在里面能够成长，让他能够ascendancy，能够呃。to control your life, to govern your life. And when that happens, Christ can be not, He is not just in you as a matter of position, but He can be expressed through you and through me. And when Christ is expressed, guess what? You see His beauty. But not just as something that you have positionally. People will see it because he's now is something that is was worked out in your experience. So when这个生命彰显出来的时候呢，人就会看到这个美丽。这个美丽不单是啊你在基督里所有位置那个美丽，而是基督的生命在你的里面彰显出来，让别人看到这样的美丽。So we can say that the Holy Spirit. Is this in this wonderful work? Is doing it since the moment you believed. So, you就在你相信主那一刻，圣灵就做这样奇妙的工作. To deal with everything that obscures that beauty of Christ, which is in you.就是来啊，对付在那里面所有那些来阻止基督生命呃美丽彰显的那些东西. I remember one time, Brother Christian Chen, something he shared with us on the Book of Esther. 我记得有一次陈希珍弟兄在以色帖书上面跟我们有分享 That really blessed me and stuck with me 对我成为极大的祝福就我一直记得 So you know in the book of Esther there is this wonderful all this wonderful typology going on 大家知道在以色帖这本书里面有很好的预表非常多的预表 You see that there is a law of sin and death going on there There is that decree from Haman which represents her flesh. Everybody will die at certain at a certain day. And you remember, there was no way because of the way the, the law of the Persians it works. You can once the king gives a law, it cannot be revoked. That's it. It's there forever. And you know, if you know something of your experience, you know that we in Adam, we are under the law of sin and death. That's what Romans says, right? And that law, in a way, is immutable. It cannot be touched. It cannot be removed. It will be there forever, in, in, in a way. 
But you remember what was the solution in the book of Esther? 大家记得在以色帖书里面那个解决的方法是什么? That decree that spelled death to every one of God's children back then could not be removed. 那个律例讲到神的儿女的话,讲到死亡的话,不会被挪去的. But a new law could be decreed. And by that new law, they would be delivered from the old decree. 但是一个新的律法可以颁布，借着这个新的律法就能够救他们从这个旧的律法出来。And you remember, uh, Mordecai is that person who somehow comes up with that. There is that suggestion that a, a new decree that allows God's people to defend themselves would be issued, and that's exactly what happened.大家知道，莫迪改就从莫迪改就他啊有这样的建议。一个新的律例，借着神的子百百姓，借着这个新的呃呃旨意律律呃法律，就能够胜过这个过去这个死的律。So when you come to Romans chapter eight, you read something that is exactly like a mirror.所以大家读到罗马书第八章，在这里我们就看到很清楚，像一个镜子一样。The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. 啊，就是说，因为赐生命圣灵的律在基督里释放了我，使我脱离罪和死的律。Through that new decree, the old one is still there, but the new decree allows you something you could say is stronger than the old decree. You see?旧的律法还在那里，但是我们新的颁布下来，这个律法要比那个罪和死的律更加强。Now you can defend yourself, and that old decree. It's still there, but it's no longer effective in a way, right? Because there is a stronger one that is is operating. Now, Mordecai is the one that was instrumental in that new law, new decree to be issued. And somehow he represents the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. But you know, it's very interesting. Because Mordecai is pretty much in the book from the very beginning. Or almost from the beginning, right? But Mordecai, in the beginning of the book, you only see him in the periphery of the palace. You know that Esther is there in the center of the palace, but Mordecai was never allowed to go into the palace.我们知道在呃以斯帖书前面的一部分，莫迪凯好像都是在宫殿的边缘。我们知道以斯帖是在皇宫的中心，但莫迪凯从来没有进到宫殿的当中。He is there, but always in the corner, in the periphery.他虽然在故呃故事当中，但他永远好像都在周边，没有到了中心。And then finally, it comes that day. You remember that. Haman is the guy that came up with the old decree, and he has the signet ring of the of the king. It's his. He has the authority. I said, okay, there is death for everybody. 大家知道，Haman他呢，啊，就是呃，呃，与颁布那个旧的律法有关，他有王的那个御戒，所以他就可以啊按上印，然后他就颁布了这样的律法。But later in the book, that signet ring is taken out of Haman's hand. 但是最后, 
啊，那个黑门手上戴的那个玉戒被从他手上拿下来。Haman ends ends in the gallows. 黑门就被呃处以绞刑。And the signet ring is given to Mordecai. 然后这个玉戒呢就被赐给了莫迪改。Now the new law can come in, can be issued and come into effect. 现在这个新的律法就可以颁布下来，可以实行有效。Now Mordecai can be inside the palace. He's the second. Up below the king, 现在莫迪改就可以在皇宫里，他就是在皇以下的第二个人。Brothers and sisters, why am I making this little detour here? 弟兄姊妹们，为什么我们好像要转到讲这里呢 ？Because this is very true in our experience as children of God. 因为作为神的儿女，在我们的经历当中是非常真实的。Since the moment you believe in the Lord, the Holy Spirit came to dwell in you. 就在你相信主耶稣的那一刻，圣灵就来到你的心中，住在那里。But you know what's the problem? 大家知道这里问题在哪里吗 ？Oftentimes he's kind of in a corner of our lives. 很多时候他好像都在我们生命当中的一个角落。He's in the periphery. 他好像在周边的地方。We don't give him that authority that he should have. 我们没有把他所应应得的那个权利给给他交给他。But you know the Holy Spirit. One of the things that it, it completely blows our minds away, he's gentle. He'll never force his authority on anyone. 呃，但是我们知道，让我们非常吃惊的就是圣灵，他是非常的温柔的，他永远不会好像说就强迫我们做什么。He will wait until we give him that place of authority in our lives. 他会在那里等候，直到我们把我们生命的主权交给他。Oh, and when we do, what's the result? 当我们如此做的时候，就发生什么样的结果呢 ？The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. 就是在耶稣基督里，生命胜的律让我们释放我们胜过了罪和死的律。He can work out in our experience that which is already ours since we believe in the Lord. You see, 他可以呃在我们的生命当中，在我们信主的时候，就我们所拥有的那个东西，他帮助我们能够活出来。Well, brothers and sisters, thank the Lord. 弟兄姊妹们，感谢神。When it comes to the beauty of the Lord, which is in us since we believe in the Lord, it's pretty much the same principle. 讲到主的荣美，就是当我们相信主耶稣那一刻，在主耶稣里面所有的荣美，这个原则就是一致的。The beauty is there since the moment you believe. 就是在你相信主那一刻，那里就有这个荣美。But it will only be seen when we give the Holy Spirit. That free course, that liberty to deal with us, to work in us. 但是只有当我们呃把这个主权交给圣灵，让他在我们的生命当中能够有主权，能够自由运行的时候，这个荣美才能够活出来，彰显出来。Well, we read four scriptures from four different saints. 我们啊从四个圣徒讲到他们所记录的四处圣经。One from David, one from Moses, one from Paul, one from Peter. Ah, 有一个是大卫，有一个是摩西，啊，有一个是保罗，有一个是彼得。Something that amazes me is that all of those saints, they somehow they understood perfectly well this principle. Ah, 对我来说很很让人吃惊的就是这每一个圣徒他对这一点都非常的清楚明白。That God wants to work out the beauty that is in Him. Work it out in us, cause it not just to be ours in position, but to be manifested, expressed in each one of us. 主就想要他在我们他所赐给我们这样的荣美
不单是在我们的里面成为我们，我们拥有这个荣美，并且能够在我们每一个人的身上能够活出、表现出来这个荣美。We already consider a little bit of Moses's prayer. 我们刚才已经思想了一些摩西的祷告。But think a little bit from in David now. 现在我们来思想一下大卫。We saw that our theme verse was given by David. 我们看到我们的主题的经节是大卫记下来的。But the theme verse is talking about the beauty that is the Lord's. It doesn't speak of that beauty in us. 啊，这个主题的经节是讲到说在主他的荣美，没有讲到说在我们里面的荣美。But then we read Psalm 17, the last verse, verse 15. Did you notice what he's saying? 然后我们读到诗篇十七篇最后一节，我们知道他在那里讲了什么吗 ？Here it is again. As for me. I shall behold your face in righteousness, and I will be satisfied with your likeness when I awake. 他说，至于我，我必在意中见你的面。我醒了的时候，得见你的形象，就心满意足了。Oh, David understood so well. 呃，大卫是非常清楚的明白 that that beauty that is in the Lord, one day, David would be conformed to that likeness. 大卫心里非常明白，他在主的里面所看见的美丽，就有一天大卫就要被磨成那样的形象。It's quite interesting. He speaks about awaking. 这里很有奇妙，他讲到说，呃，我醒了的时候。One day in resurrection, when that work is is completely finished by the Holy Spirit, David states his hope and his certainty: I will be satisfied with your likeness. 啊，大卫就讲到说，有一天。啊、uh, ，当复活的时候，当圣灵的工作都完成的时候，大卫他的心因为被磨成了神的形象那样，就心满意足了。The beauty of the Lord worked out in him, not just as a position, but experientially. I'm just like you. 基督的美丽在他生命当中成型，不单是一个拥有，而且是能一个表现出来。That same beauty that he desires and, and seeks to be to behold. In our in our Psalm 27, now he says, "One day I'll be like that." 就是同样的美丽，在诗篇二十七篇，那他所寻求的、所盼望、所彰显的那个荣美，在这里讲到说，有一天他就会被磨成神的样式。The beauty of the Lord upon us. 就是主的荣美在我们身上。Now think about Paul for a second. 大家再想一下使徒保罗。In Second Corinthians, we read that that verse that is so well known. 呃、uh, ，在格林多后书，我们读了一节经节，非常熟悉。That we are beholding like in a mirror the glory of the Lord. 我们好像如同在镜中看见主的形象。If you want to use our psalm, we are beholding as in a mirror the. Well, he says the glory, but that's you know in the New Testament you don't find the beauty of the Lord per se, but you find all the time the glory of the Lord, and the two terms are kind of. I'm not going to say that they are the same, but they're very very similar. 啊、uh, ，在这啊新约当中呢，这里他没有讲到说，呃呃主的荣美，他讲了主的荣耀，但这个其实是非常相似的一个词。And what happens as we behold that glory, as we behold that beauty of the Lord? 当我们去张眼主的荣美美丽的时候，发生了什么事情呢 ？We are being transformed from glory to glory into that image, the image of Christ. 我们就被。啊、uh, ，从荣上加荣，被磨成主的形象，基督的形象。And then when you continue, a couple of verses down, right? That's the the, the last verse in chapter three. Then you read another seven verses in chapter four. 
然后我们继续，刚才我们讲的是在格林多后书第三章最后一节，但如果我们继续到格林多后书第四章又读几节的话 ，And Paul says, if I can find it, he says the the following: But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, so that the surpassing greatness of the power will be of God and not from ourselves. 第七节。我们有着宝贝放在瓦器里，要显明这莫大的能力是出于神，不是出于我们。See here you have the, in a ways the objective position. 在这里大家看到一方面有客观的拥有。Since we believe in the Lord, there is a treasure that is inside of us. 就当我们相信主耶稣的时候，就有一个宝贝放在我们的里面。Christ in you, the hope of glory. 基督在你们里面成了荣耀的盼望。But you know what's the problem? We in ourselves, we are just earthen vessels. We in ourselves, we are just earthen vessels. And there is nothing wrong per se with that. This is not kind of emphasizing the sinfulness of human nature. No, it's just the fact that in ourselves, in our natural constitution, that's it. We are, you know, you're dust, and you go back to dust. That's what we are naturally, and we are containing this structure. 这里不是强调我们人的罪性或什么，这里只是讲到我们的本质。我们就是从尘土来，我们也归回尘土，我们就是一个瓦器。然而呢，却有这个宝贝放在瓦器里。So the great question is, how can that treasure, which is in you, that's not the question here. The treasure is in you and in me since the moment we believe. But here is a great question: how can it be manifested? 所以这里的一个大的问题就是说，不是说这个。这个瓦器在那里面不是问题，但这个问题呢，就是说这个瓦器如何能够彰显出来 ？How can the treasure be expressed? 这个宝贝如何能够被彰显出来、表达出来 ？Now it's very interesting because did you continue to read after verse seven? Do you know what it says? 如果我们继续从第七节往下面读，他在这里讲什么呢 ？There is a detailed explanation of God's way to cause the treasure that is in you and in me. To be manifest. Here, there is a detailed explanation of God's way to cause the treasure that is in you and me to be manifested. Here, there is a detailed explanation of To what he says, right after he says, "Well, we have the treasure in earthen vessels." 大家仔细听，他刚才讲到说这宝贝放在瓦器里之后，他又讲什么呢 ？Almost out of nowhere, he starts saying, "We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed; perplexed, but not despairing; persecuted, but not forsaken; struck down, but not destroyed." 他好像突然就开始讲到第八节、第九节，我们四面受敌却不被困住，心里作难却不致失望，遭逼迫却不被丢弃。Always caring about in the body the dying of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus, the treasure, the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our body. 身上常带着耶稣的死，使耶稣的生也显明在我们身上。Do you see God's method? 大家看见了神的方法吗 ？Now hold on that the thought, because I want to go through each one of these saints, right? We said something about David, something about Moses, something about Paul, but somehow I'm keeping Peter to last. 
呃，大家先把这个呃我们的这里的思想先停一下。我们刚才讲到了有些关于摩西，有些关于大卫，有些关于彼得。现在我们最后呃有些关于保罗。最后我们来讲到彼得。Because it seems that Peter, it gives us one of those best illustrations in Scripture of this process, this divine process in our lives to cause the beauty of Jesus of Christ to be seen in us. 因为是彼得，他把好像圣经里最清楚的一个神圣的神这样的神圣的这个工作，让基督的美丽在我们生命中彰显来表达出来。I want to very briefly just remind you. We don't need you don't need to read. You don't need to open. But I'm going to read it for you. I'm going to read for you the first encounter of Peter with the Lord Jesus. 啊，大家不用翻圣经，我会给大家讲。我来讲彼得如何第一次遇见我们的主耶稣。In all certainty, or very, very likely, this is John chapter one. Ah,、uh, this is in John chapter one, verse forty-one. And we read this in verse forty-one, forty-two. He, that's Andrew, he brought him, which is Peter, to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, "You are Simon, the son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated Peter, which simply means a stone." 是约翰福音第一章四十二节，就是安德烈领他去见耶稣。耶稣看着他说：“你是约翰的儿子西门，你要称为基法。基法翻译出来就是彼得。” So keep that in mind. Here is the Lord Jesus meeting Peter for the first time, and he's saying, "One day you are the just the son of John, or, or John, depending on your translation. One day you will be called Peter, a stone." 大家记得，这是主耶稣第一次见到了彼得。然后彼得说：“你，呃，主耶稣说你是约翰的儿子西门，你要称为基法。基法其实就的意思就是一个石头。” And later in his epistle, he says, referring to believers, "You are living stones." 然后之后在彼得的书信当中，他就指着圣徒们说：“你们是活石。” It is as if Peter is reminding us that his own experience. Is somehow representative of the experience of each believer in the Lord Jesus. Peter 在这里所讲述的就是他自己的经历当中，有一些经历就能代表着每一个圣徒、每一个人所要经历的。When we first met the Lord, we were not living stones; we were just descendants of Adam. 当我们遇见主的时候，我们还不是活石，我们只是亚当的后裔。And what is Adam? Is he a stone? 在亚当，你看见他是石头吗？ Remember after the fall, what the Lord reminds Adam. 大家记得当亚当犯罪之后，神怎么样啊？提醒亚当。You are dust, and you will return to dust. 你是出于尘土，也要归回尘土。The amazing grace of God, brothers and sisters, is that we are nothing but dust, and there is not not much hope in that, is there? There is no much future. What do you do with dust? You get rid of it, right? Yeah, 弟兄姊妹，在这里神奇异的恩典是什么呢？弟兄姊妹，我们原来就是尘土，尘土有什么作用呢？没有什么作用，好像只是归回尘土将来。And yet, by the grace of God, when we believed in the Lord, we were made living stones in His house, even as Peter. 但是感谢神，当我们相信主的时候，他就把我们像彼得一样变成了活石。You will be called Peter, a stone. 你被称为彼得，一个石头。Now thank the Lord, because that is not the end of the story. Because when you continue reading your Bible and get to the very closing scene, the New Jerusalem is the end of everything, right? 如果大家继续读我们的圣经，读到启示录，讲到啊新耶路撒冷是最后的。So you get to the to the New Jerusalem, 
and you have those twelve foundations of the New Jerusalem. 你就来到了新耶路撒冷，在耶路撒冷那里有十二个基石。And you know the the twelve foundations. The we the verse tells us that they correspond to each one of the apostles of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. 我们知道圣经的经节告诉我们，这十二个根基就讲到羔羊的十二个使徒。Now what is the first foundation? Each one is given a stone, a precious stone. 每一个都被赐给一个宝贝的石头。那第一个石头是什么呢 ？The first foundation is compared to jasper. That's verse twenty-nine of chapter twenty.、Uh, Verse twenty-nine, chapter twenty-one of Revelation. 就是呃呃启示录第二十一章第二十嗯二十一章第十九节第一个根基是碧玉 Jasper. The first foundation stone was Jasper. 第一个根基是碧玉 Now here is the thing. In every there are four lists of the twelve apostles in the New Testament. 呃在新约当中有四处列下了十二个使徒 And the order. Has slight variations in each account. There are three in the Gospels, one in Acts. Ah, 有三个是三处是在福音书当中记住，一处是在使徒行传当中记住，次序都稍微有一点不同。But there is one thing that never changes. The first apostle is always Peter in the four accounts. 在四处记述当中有一点是从来没有变的，第一个记述的使徒总是彼得。And the the first foundation is compared to Jasper. Well, that has to do something with Peter. Okay. How are we to understand Jasper? Let's put it very simply. When there is that vision in Revelation chapter four, there is one sitting on the throne, and we know that that one is God. What is his likeness described as? We know that in Revelation chapter four, there is one sitting on the throne, and we know that that one is God. That one that sits on the throne is compared with a stone of jasper. That one sitting on the throne is compared with a stone of jasper. What does that tell us, brothers and sisters? Brothers and sisters, what does that tell us? Oh, that our dear brother Peter, at the end, something of the glory of God was wrought in him, and he became just like that stone of jasper. 弟兄姊妹们，就是我们的呃呃弟兄彼得，有一天啊、呃，神的那个性情像碧玉一样，就在他里面成型了，能够彰显出来。From dust to stone to precious stone, that is the work, the redeeming work of the Christ when it's fully completed in us. 就是从一个嗯、呃、灰尘尘土到一个石头，到一个呃碧玉。这就是啊， uh, 神在我们生命当救赎的工作，所以一天，所以有一天要完成的。Now I hardly have to tell you that if you look at any precious stones, what characterizes it is beauty. 如果你来看任何的一个宝石，它的特点就是非常的美丽。There is a well, it's there is a combination of things. There is rarity. There is a durability in that something that can resist. 有很多不同的成分，我们讲到这个美丽，它有稀少，然后还有那种好像呃能够持更持久。Oh, but there is such a beauty in a precious stone. 然后在这宝石当中有是这样的美丽。Now think about it for a sec. That is the story of what the Lord did in our brother Peter. 大家再仔细想一下。
remember, his story is not something exclusive to him, it's somehow representative of what the Lord is doing in your life, in my life today. First from dust to stone. And by that work of the Holy Spirit that never fails, He's transforming us into a precious stone. 借着那用不会失败圣灵的工作，他就改变我们，变让我们变成那个石头宝石。Now how are we going to describe such a work? 我们如何能够描述这样的工作呢? Because it's not that any of us, not Peter, not you, nor nor me. 这不是你我任何一个人，不是彼得，你或我。None of us can say, well, you know, yeah, the Lord got something really interesting in me, right? So he must be so happy because he he has me. 我们每个人都不能这样说,因为主他在我里面有些工作,他就是这样的喜悦,就是因为我的缘故。Again, we can never forget what we are by nature. 我们永远不会忘记我们本质的是什么。By nature, just dust. 我们按照我们天然的本质,我们只是尘土。Is there any usefulness in dust? 尘土有什么用处呢? Is there any beauty in dust? 尘土有什么美丽呢? We just get rid of it. How are we going to describe the fact that God will take dust, make it into stone, and more than that, transform it by His grace into precious stone?我们如何能够描述神能够把尘土变成石头，而且借着他的恩典把这石头变成一个宝石呢？I think Peter captures the sentiment in that closing verse of his epistle.我觉得在呃彼得呃。书信里最后的一句话，就把这个意思，呃，这种感觉表达出来。First Peter five verse ten, but the God of all grace, and that's the sentiment, is the God of all grace, that by His, that who called you to His eternal glory in Christ, the God of all grace, that called you to His glory.就是彼得前书第五章第十节，那赐诸般恩典的神曾在基督里召你们。but you see that Peter here, he explains briefly what is God's method as well. How is he going to get that glory in you and in me? After you have suffered for a little while, he is going to perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish. 他讲到，等你们战胜苦难之后，必要亲自成全你们，兼顾你们，赐力量给你们。Brothers and sisters, may the Lord adjust our perspective. 弟兄姊妹们，但愿主来调整我们的视角。God has a method to take us to glory. 神有一个办法把我们带进荣耀。I'm not talking about your initial salvation. 我不是讲到你起初的救恩。We know that is by grace through faith. Period. But, but once you believe in the Lord Jesus and you belong to Him, He's working in you and in me so that that glory of Christ can be manifested. The beauty of the Lord may be upon us. 但是当你我相信主的时候,他就开始的在你我里面的工作,让基督的美丽,他的荣耀有一天可以彰显在我们的身上。But how He gets there? 
但是他如何达到那里呢 ？He allow us to suffer for a little while, as he says. 他让允许我们暂受苦难。Now, our problem, if it's not yours, is, is certainly mine. 我们的问题可能不是你的问题，但的确是我的问题。Is that when we begin to go through the suffering, we don't understand, and oftentimes we we lose sight of everything else. We can only see our suffering. 就是当我们在我们的苦难当中的时候，我们没有看见其他的事情，我们看不到结尾，我们只看到我们的是苦难。Oh, if the Lord could only adjust our perspective. 如果主可以调整我们的视角。If we could only see that the suffering is not the end, it's just a means to get oh to what gloriously indescribable end. 如果我们看到那苦难不是最终的目的，这苦难是神要让我们能够达到那不可描述的荣耀的途径的话 ，Through that little suffering, when we respond to it the right way, that's a very important. If we are not going to go into it today, maybe another day. 这个只是，这只是，其实只是短短的受苦。但是呢，如果我们呃超过，不要说只以为这个就是终点的话。He who called us to that eternal glory, He's working out that glory in you and in me. He 呼召我们进入啊永远的荣耀当中，他就在你我生命当中来开始工作。I just want to close, just mentioning a couple of thoughts connected to this. 啊，我就是在结束之前，我讲到一些跟这个相连的一些啊想法。There seems to be a all-important necessity if indeed this process. Is going to go. Is going to end the way the Lord intends in our lives. Uh, here, 呢，好像就是这里有一个，嗯、um, ，有一些很必须的事情，就是要主的旨意能够完全形成成成就在你我生命当中的东西，是有一些东西是必须的。We need brothers and sisters to see the Lord every single moment. Especially when we are going through the process, our eyes need to be in the Lord, not in the process. 就是说，我们在经历这些苦难、这些经历的过程当中的每一刻，我们都要看见我们的主，就是看见要专注在我们主的身上，而不在我们经历的事情的啊本身上面。If we can go back for a second to our theme verse, we need to behold the beauty of the Lord, and if we do. Everything is put in perspective. 我们如果回到我们的主题经节的话，我们的眼睛要专注在我们主的美丽上。如果我们的眼睛专注在我们主主的美丽上，所有一切的事情都变成了不呃次要的。If our eyes are on the circumstances, we lose heart invariably. 如果我们的眼睛看见我们的环境上面，我们很快就是丧失我们的信心。If we pay attention and we start asking why, why is this happening? Why that? Why? Something is goes amiss. 如果我们要在那里一直问为什么，为什么这个事情发生，为什么那样，那么我们可能就错过了一些东西。Oh, but when our eyes are on the Lord, on His, when something of Him arrests our heart, that becomes like an anchor in your life. And even if there is a storm, that will hold you because you're seeing Him. 如果我们的眼睛定睛在主的身上的时候，在它里面一些东西就成为我们一个个的锚。就让我们可以经历这样的暴风雨。That was the experience of David. That was the experience of Moses. That was the experience of Paul. That was the experience of Peter. Is the experience of everyone. 这就是摩西的经历，大卫的经历
Think about Paul for a second again. 大家我们再次思想一下彼得, 呃, oh wow, his man went for a lot, didn't he? We read one verse in 2 Corinthians that sometimes may give us the wrong impression. The impression when you read, and we behold in us in a mirror the glory of the Lord, we are being transformed from glory to glory. It's as if you're going, you have the impression sometimes, well, my experience is going to be glory from morning to end, tonight, right? As if you're going to wake up every morning by angels, you know, singing a wonderful song, and then you're immediately in the presence of the Lord, and you're, you know, it's always an ecstatic experience from morning to tonight. 好像就是早晨起来，你就被天使唱歌的声音叫醒，然后你马上就在神的荣耀的同在当中，然后从早到晚，你好像都在一个非常喜悦的境界当中。But when you read Second Corinthians carefully, what do you see in that epistle that gives us that verse? 啊，但是如果我们仔细读格林多后书，就在讲到这个经节的里面，大家仔细读会发现什么呢？ Paul begins the epistle saying that they got to a point when there was a sentence of death upon them. That they even lost hope in life. It's in Second Corinthians that you find like in no other epistle of Paul, the catalog of sufferings that he went through because of the Lord, isn't it? Isn't it I just read chapter 4. It's the smallest of the catalogs. We are, you know, perplexed and afflicted in all things. Read chapter 6. Read chapter 11. Oh, how much suffering. Now, we have to, to ask, how can Paul go through all that? It seems like superhuman to go through that catalog of sufferings. Beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. He saw something of the glory of Christ that arrested his heart. And he knew that the Lord was using each one of those circumstances to transform him from glory to glory into that image. And you know what he says? It's worth it. Well, he doesn't say it in this word. Let me read it to you. Chapter 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 17. For momentary, light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, far beyond all comparison. I can never forget Brother Lance, the way he put it is. 
Because in his unique way, he would say, "Is Paul out of his mind? How can you call read the catalog? How can you call that momentary light affliction? How is that light?" Because he saw the Lord and His glory, and in comparison. And it's worth it. If the Lord has to use that to make me that I'm dust by nature, to make that glory to be stamped in me indelibly, it's worth it. If the beauty of the Lord is going to be seen upon us, the supreme there there are several things that are needed, but I would say that always the most important is seeing the Lord Himself. Isn't the same true about Moses? I'm not going to, don't, don't get scared. I'm not going to get into him. Just read the verse for you. It's another man. He knew a thing or two about suffering for the Lord. Is those 40 years as a shepherd forgotten in the wilderness? Another 40 years putting up with a people that, you know, was troubled day after day after day. And in Hebrews, we read the following sentence, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 27. He endured as seeing him who is unseen, unseen. 然后在西伯来书十一章二十七节讲到，呃，他因着信，讲到后面讲到，如同看见那不能看见的主。If we see the Lord, if our eyes are not on the, on what is happening right now, but on why is the Lord allowing that? Oh, it changes everything, brothers and sisters. 如果我们看见主，如果我们不是专注在现在所发生的事情，而是能够知道主为什么允许这些事情发生的原因的话，我们就能够相信主，信靠主。he endured as seeing him who is invisible. And I'll just read one verse from Peter. It's not, it's not Peter writing, but it's John writing about Peter. You remember there was one crisis in as they were following the Lord. The Lord has spoken certain words. And most disciples were just abandoning the Lord. They thought this is very hard. We, we cannot follow this. And our Lord, amazingly, He asked His disciples, as if, what kind of Lord is this? He will never force anyone to follow Him. And he asked them, Do you want to leave also? Do you remember what Peter answered? Now listen, because this is the answer of someone that saw the Lord. And if we truly see him, 
see His glory and what He's after. This is going to be your answer as well. 如果我们真的看见他的荣耀和他所要所做成的目的，这个应该应该是我们的回答。Gospel of John, chapter six, verse sixty-eight. Lord, to whom shall we go? You alone have words of eternal life. We have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. 就是在约翰福音六章六十八节，西门彼得回答说：“主啊，你有永生之道，我们还归从谁呢？”我们已经信了，就知道你是神的圣者。The God of all grace that has called you in Christ to His eternal glory， 就是啊，诸、uh, 般恩典的神在基督里来呼召你们。Let's pray。来，让我们先来祷告。Lord， we do ask that by your grace and mercy， our eyes may be lifted up， our own circumstances， our own very selves， and behold you， Lord。主啊，我们啊祷告，求你靠着你的恩典和怜悯，在这一切环境当中，让我们的眼从我们自己的身上挪开，能够专注在你的身上。We marvel how can it be that we who are nothing in ourselves would have such calling and such destiny in Christ。我们何等惊异，在我们原本不是什么的身上，你有何等的呼召，有何等的旨意。Oh Lord, you are indeed the God of all grace. 主啊，你的确是诸般恩典的神。Cause us to see you, Lord, above everything else, and to follow you with all our hearts. 让我们在所有一切超过所有一切之上，能够看见你，然后全心的来跟随你。We ask in Jesus' precious name. 我们祷告，奉靠耶稣宝贝的名。Amen. Amen. We're dismissed. 我们就结束在这里。